It's your daily dip for January the 24th. It is Wednesday. Today, there are three different verses that we're going to look at from three different books in the Bible. But all three begin with the same letter, J. Today, we're looking at John 3, 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. 1 John 4, 7 through 9. Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God. And everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God because God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. And then Jonah 3, verses 5 through 9. It says, Then the people of Nineveh believed. They proclaimed a fast and dressed in sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least. The word reached the king of Nineveh. He got up from his throne, took off his royal robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Then he issued a decree in Nineveh. I was going to say Narnia. Nineveh. By order of the king and his nobles, no person or animal, herd or flock, is to taste anything at all. They must not eat or drink water. Furthermore, both people... The animals must be covered with sackcloth, and everyone must call out earnestly to God. Each must turn from his evil ways and from his wrongdoing. Who knows? God may turn and relent. He may turn from his burning anger so that we will not perish. It is absolutely stunning to think about all that God has done for us. His goodness, his patience, his sacrifice, his forgiveness, about his generosity. And of course, the promise of heaven are just some of the expressions of his kindness to his children. Yet behind all he has given, there is an underlying reality that we must understand first and foremost. We find this truth in John 3.16, for God so loved the world. Everything that God does is motivated by his love for people. One of the most shocking stories of God's extraordinary love is found in the book of Jonah. God instructs Jonah to go and preach to a large city of Narnia, Nineveh, sorry, Nineveh. And the people of this city were far from God. 
and were involved in all kinds of evil practices. And the evil had increased greatly. And now God's judgment was coming. But we soon find out that God's loving grace also provides a way out, a second chance. And after disobeying God's instruction and healing, heading in the opposite direction of Nineveh, Jonah is thrown overboard into the sea and ends up in the belly of a fish for three days and then spat out on dry ground. It is then that Jonah chooses to obey God and travels to Nineveh to proclaim God's word to the city. And the response of the people is astounding. We read in Jonah 3, 5 through 9, it tells us that the people of Nineveh believed God's message and from the greatest to the least, they declared a fast and put on durlap, which is sackcloth, to show their sorrow. Then the king of Nineveh heard that Jonah was saying, what Jonah was saying, he stepped down from his throne and took off the royal robes. And he dressed himself in burlap and sat on a heap of ashes. Then the king and his nobles sent this decree throughout the city. No one, not even the animals, from your herds and flocks may eat or drink anything at all. People and animals alike must wear garments of mourning, and everyone must pray earnestly to God, and they must turn from their evil ways and stop all the violence. Who can tell? Perhaps even yet God will change his mind and hold back his fierce anger from destroying us. This, this is truly a shocking response. And the people of Nineveh, all the way up to the king, listened to Jonah and began praying and fasting for forgiveness. And this is a true repentance. True repentance that launched into a city that was full of evil is now full of revival. And as a result, the Lord honored the response and spared the city. Never discount how one's person's obedience can lead to God's power sweeping over an entire city to lead the people to repentance and into revival. It is God's extraordinary love that drives his desire for all people to be saved. Regardless of how far gone from God a person, a city, a nation, and even the world can seem, a revival can spark a moment when the Lord is in it. He uses our obedience and love for people to proclaim his truth that invades the darkness so that we might see our cities turn to Jesus. So what is God asking you to do today? How does God want to increase your love for the lost around you? Your obedience today may lead to seeing God do more than you can begin to even imagine in the days to come. God, we thank you for this time. We love you, we worship you, and we proclaim you King and Lord. God, thank you for all that you've done in our lives. Today, we ask that you would go with us 
Fill us up with your love, God. We're so in awe of your love, your goodness, your mercy. Lord, we thank you for stories like Jonah that very much speaks to the heart of each one of us because I'm sure there's been times that all of us has wanted to turn away and run the other direction because a situation or a group of people or whatever might seem too big or just too crazy. But you're a God who loves people and you're a God who makes a way for us to share your love to those people, to serve them, to love them, and to allow your love to just send them in a direction of salvation, of knowing you, calling out your name and following you forever. So God, may we have those opportunities to share your love. May we have those opportunities of seeing people profess you to be Lord of their life and to see the change. May you use us to see healings take place in the lives of people around us. May you use us, God. And what an honor it is to even be used, period. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that today that you have the opportunity to just share God's love with someone. And uh, we have just a few more days um, and we will break our fast. But until then, pray, pray, pray without ceasing, pray continually today. And it doesn't have to be five minute prayers. It can be a 10 second prayer, a five second prayer. It could be just as easy as God help me today. But pray throughout the day. Pray for people. Pray for people that you walk by in the hallway. Maybe someone that you have a conversation with. A teacher. A custodian. Someone that's in the school. Someone that's in your life. Maybe the same person that's in your house. Just pray for them. Lift them up. Pray for people that you may not agree with. Pray for people that you consider possibly your enemy. Pray for people that may not even like you. So, love you guys. This has been your Daily Dip.